What's up, everyone? This is your boy, JJ, coming in for another episode of This Is The Life Podcast. I want I want to say hello again to everyone. Thank you for supporting me on this journey. Um, <laughs> I'm overwhelmed because I'm getting now a lot more feedback, and I appreciate it because, as I'm always saying, I'm still learning this game. I'm still new, and I appreciate all positive and negative feedback because, hey, this is life. But before we start, I want to just give a shout-out again to everyone that's living life. I want to give a shout-out to those that are staying healthy and just enjoying themselves. Shout-outs to you. Now, today's episode today's guest. One day, I I know it was on a Sunday. It was on a Sunday. I was home. Well, no, let me, let me, let me, let me correct myself. I was with my mom, which is pretty much my second home. My usual Sundays, we go to church and I go back and kick it at her house. We have dinner and just, we just chill. One day I was watching YouTube and I was just watching different clips, you know, from TLC and things like that. And then, you know how YouTube gives you, like, suggestions. So it gave me a suggestion on this show called Too Large. And it was this individual from Atlanta, educator, you know, things like that. So long story short, I, I really enjoyed watching the journey and his experience. And... It just dawned on me. I'm like, I think I want him on my show. And I said, let me look him up on Instagram. And I found him. And I said, what the hey? Let me shoot him a DM. I shot him a DM. He responded. He said, sure. And I was like, wow. Because, first of all, I didn't expect such a prompt response. And I didn't expect for him to respond. Because sometimes, let's be honest, people, you know, this is life. We get caught up. Some people don't even check their DMs or anything like that. But long story short, he said he would do the show, and we've kept in communications and everything. I had to change some some dates around. But you know what? At this point in my life, if it's something you want, you have to go with it and say, okay. You know, now, if it was the old me, my old stubborn self, I would have said, no, I'm sorry. This is when I do my thing, this, that, da, da, da. But I said, you know what? I'm starting to see the light. I I, I, I want to be more transparent, you know. And long story short, I don't want to be on preaching, but long story short, he agreed, and, and I just talked to him before we got on air, and I told him I appreciate it. So I'm going to bring on George Covington. If you haven't seen him, he was featured on TLC's Too Large. He's an educator, and we're going to get ready to just jump and talk into it. So with that, I want to say, George, good morning to you. Thank you for being on my show. Uh, thank you so much for having me, man. It's an honor um, and a privilege. 
um, to be on your show, man. And uh, and I, I just want to apologize. I didn't know that you had to move some stuff around for me, man. I I didn't know. I apologize. I, it's just that time of the year where, you know, the end of the school year and, you know, you have a lot of paperwork stuff that you have to do and stuff like that. So I, I apologize. I didn't know that you had to move some stuff around for me, man. I, I, so I apologize for you. For, for no, no, listen. That. No, listen. Well, for, for first off, if it sounds like I was ranting, it's a positive rant. You know, I was saying that because, you know, like I was telling you off air, I normally, you know, shoot my stuff on Tuesdays. But I said, you know what? We talked. We came to agreement, And I have no, you know, listen, there was no issue. Again, I appreciate you for coming on. Um, you know, like, like I said, you know, w- with your job, you know, I'm sure you have a lot of days when you hear things and you just look up in the air and you're like, really? But you say, you know what? I'll do it. And that's what I did. And you know what? It's all love, man. So, again, I appreciate you for coming on. You know, I really do. You know, well, it's, it's no problem, man. I, 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 I don't mind at all. Thank, thank you for having me on. Yeah, thank. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna keep saying it again. You know, when I watched, you know, and I heard, I know you heard me say this, but that Sunday when I watched it, I was like, I want to get him on because I just felt like I want to, you know, I want to get to know you more too and a little bit about, you know, your background, but. When when you like I said when you responded so fast I'm like whoa I'm like man I'm surprised like because like I said there's been listen there's been so many people I've tried to reach out to and you know I'm not gonna name drop but you know one person um I got I I went to see him well yeah, okay I may be name dropping but okay it was one person I I reached out to and he said yeah man I got you and it went cold turkey, so I reached out again and said, hey, man, you know, did you forget about me? Oh, no, no, no. I'm getting ready to do such and such and such and such, and boom. So that's why I was saying, you know, I appreciate you, you know, me and you following back and forth with each other. You know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, I, uh, like I said, you know, I really want to, you know, for us to get to know each other and for, for, for the audience to really get to know you. So with that being said, so First thing I want to know is, okay, how did you get featured on the show? Did they, you know, did you apply? How how, how, how does that work? I want to know. Well, it's, it's funny because, like, I was actually going um, shopping for some clothes for work. And it's uh, a biggest cost, biggest cost over here in Atlanta. Um, okay. Washington Limited. Yeah, it's a mall in the avenue. So, I was going there to get the clothes. I'm up, I'm in there buying some pants and shirts for work. And me and the, uh, the cashier lady, we uh we had a good rapport. And she was like, you know, you got a real nice personality. She was like, I think your person, I think you should, you know, your personality should be on TV. And she was like, and I was like, oh, well, thank you. You know, third. And so she was like, uh, uh, can I have your number? And I, said, I gave her my number. And she was like, I said, why? And she was like, um from time to time, there's a producer from TLC that comes in here looking for talent. And I was like, I want to give her your number because I think you'd be good for TV. So, you know, I I, you know, I thought she was lying, of course. I didn't think none of it. So I gave her the number. And then, like, two days later, I get a call from one of the producers from TLC, and they asked me to set up a Skype meeting. So I set up a Skype meeting, and 
the rest was history. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like you like you said, you know, I I'd probably be the same way. Like I'd be skeptical, you know, I'd be this well, first off, I'd be the same way. I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, all right. I give you my number, okay. But I would have been skeptical too, thinking like, really? Like somebody's gonna come, but so when you got that phone call, how did you react? I, it was kind of like, like, and I keep saying the word surreal. It was kind of like surreal, like, because to be honest, my best friend Cyrus and I, we have been trying to get on shows, get on weight loss shows for the longest, but, you know, I would, okay. like, apply for shows, and they would want me to, to betray, you know, throw my family on the, under the bus and stuff like that, and I wasn't willing to do stuff like that because it wasn't, I felt like, you know, it wasn't my family fault that I was the way the size that I was. It's all my fault. So I wasn't willing to do that. So um, we had been sending in tapes and stuff and, you know, uh, YouTube check links and stuff, and nothing fought, nothing fell through. So, uh, you know, when she when when she called and I I did the interview, I, just, I didn't think nothing of it. I said, well, I mean, um, I didn't think nothing of it. So I, it, it was kind of surreal at first, and then after I did the, the the Skype interview, I didn't hear. You know, she said that I had a good. It was a good interview, and they loved it. And I didn't I didn't hear back from them. So I just went on went on with life. Like okay. went on, you know, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And when you okay, and when you did the episode. How long did it take for him to shoot that episode? Because, you know, from, okay, from a, how can I say this? From a a viewer. Okay, yeah, from a viewer's perspective, we only think, oh, it's mm-hmm. only one day. But how long did it take for them to shoot that full episode for you? Oh, I filmed that, I filmed that 45 minutes. That hour episode it took me two years of my life to film. Wow, two years. Mm-hmm. Because of okay. COVID. It would have been done sooner, but COVID shut a lot of stuff down. And a lot of stuff that that um, a lot of stuff that happened in the video in in the episode. You know, we had to cut it short or downplay it because um, because of COVID, because of COVID restrictions. Like for example, my my finale where I marched on the football field and stuff like that. Yeah. Originally, I was supposed to be done at my at my job, but because of COVID, you know, they, nobody couldn't. We couldn't come in the building like like that much anymore, and and they wouldn't they wouldn't allow you know camera crews in the building no, no more because of COVID. So okay. that's why it, there was not much footage of me at work because you know they couldn't get in the building and stuff like that. Uh huh. Okay. Now, just out of curiosity, if I don't know if you noticed, if COVID wouldn't have hit so hard. Did they tell you how long that episode would have taken to shoot or no? No, they didn't tell me that. I mean, I would have I would have probably imagined it probably would have took maybe a year. A year, um, okay. Probably, yeah, probably a year or a year and a half the film. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I think they started they started filming in, I think, January 2019. Uh-huh. Um, I think I think that's when they started filming. Okay. And we okay. Wrapped, yeah. Yeah. I think I think I think we wrapped in 
2021, something like that. I don't think, yeah, I think 2021 is when we wrap. Um, okay. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, because like I said, I, I watched a little bit of TLC now here and there. And like I said, I wasn't when I when I watched like I said when I watched your episode on um, YouTube that day, I really didn't know how old the episode was because like I said, I don't really keep up with a whole bunch of shows on TLC. But I imagine it was very recent. You know, I felt like it was yeah. at least within like a, you know a year or so. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Aired, uh-huh. Oh, sorry. It actually, aired this summer. Um. On Discovery Plus, uh, I, oh. I still remember my air. Yeah, it aired June, June sixteenth, um, last summer. That's when it aired on Plus. So it's been out for, for a while. But they, but TLC, they they aired the TLC. Uh, then they aired, the, they moved it to the actual TLC network, and that's when they started picking up the buzz that it that it got. Because um, when it, you know when you aired on TLC, that's when when, you know, they put it on YouTube and stuff like that. But the show, my episode aired, like, last summer sometime. Oh, okay. I, I just find it, it's, it's kind of, I, I find it real funny because every time my episode airs, I get an abundance of uh, friend requests and followers. I say, well, well, my episode must have aired. But, um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which is all all good. It's all it's all good. I really appreciate People support me and stuff like that. I really do. Like, um, I'm I'm like really grateful to everybody who took the time out to send me a message or or tell me you know a line or something like that. Like, so when you said you were surprised, I called, wrote you back. Like, why wouldn't I write you back? Like, you took the time out your day to to you know to, to think about me. I mean, who am I not to write you back? So I mean, that's, well, that's just. I hear, listen, I hear you, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to call this individual out, but I had a young lady that I don't think, I don't even think she's on uh, Instagram anymore. She was a uh, a model. So, mm-hmm. well, I'd be, I'd be honest. She was a foot model. And I wanted to, I, I, I was polite and I said, well, look, you know, I'm, I've, I did an episode on fetishes and, you know, I said, I've always been intrigued about the world of foot modeling. You know, I'd love to have you on and so you could talk, this and that. George, her response to me was basically like, well, what is that going to benefit me? Now, mind you, mind you, I wasn't rude or anything. I was polite because I know how people are on IG. They may be like, they may be like oh, this is a bot, this and that. So that's why I always keep my page um, open and I make it to where you know I'm not a bot. So I literally... I wrote the way a person should because, like I say, when you're on, you know, on social media things like that, you can tell when it's a bot. So I wrote as if I'm not a bot. So I made my words, you know, sound good. I made them, you know, with punctuation. So basically, you know, okay, I'm talking to a human being. So she didn't say, oh, well, hello, how you doing? I appreciate the offer, but you know, I, I want to decline. Well, what is this going to help me? How's this going to help me? So I basically responded back. I'm like, forget it. I appreciate it, and, and, and that's it. So that's why that's why I said, you know, I'm, I'm surprised because I was like, when I when I wrote when I hit you on the DM, I'm thinking first thing because I'm thinking of her. First thing I'm thinking is, okay, well, he's gonna be like, nah, no thanks, I'm good. And when you said sure, I'm like, 
my eyes was like, whoa, because, again, I didn't expect it. You know what I mean? So, again, I'm going to say it again. You know, thank you. You know, I appreciate it, you know. And I'm sure everybody else that's come in contact with you because of the show, they thank you as well, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's all good, man. Like, take me, man. I mean, like I said, I'm very appreciative for real, man. I'm very appreciative. Yeah. You know that, you know, somebody else to get to get to hear, hear my story, man. Like one reason why, you know, I did the show. I did the show mainly to save my life because at the time, you know, I, I worked for the state of Georgia, and okay. they didn't cover they didn't cover you know, um. Surgery. They didn't cover the um, weight loss surgery. They, they considered uh-huh. it cosmetic. But oh, since then, okay. you know, they, they've 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 uh, they now approve it now. But but at the time when I did the show, it it wasn't covered. So doing the show was my way of uh, saving my life. And um, so you know, I didn't look at it. I didn't look at me doing the show was inspiring other people. I just thought, you know, I just put my life out there so I could save my own life. But little did I know, I didn't know so that many people were going through the same struggles that I was going through. And so with that being said, man, um, if for more people to hear my story and it inspires somebody else, I don't mind talking about it to anybody because, you know, from from the messages I get from people in my inbox, man, it means a lot. And somebody, you know, saying that I inspired them. I had a guy write me the other day, told me that he, you know, he got approved for surgery, and he was just so happy, man. And I, you know, I was happy for him, man. And and he was like, because you know, I felt like because of, because of me, you know, he he took that step to go ahead and do it. And okay, so I want to thank you for. Thank you as well, man. I want to go, I want to shift gears and then we'll go back, you okay. know, piggyback. Um, okay. So there was a, there was a scene on your show, sorry, on your episode where if I, if I, if I, cause I know it's been a while since I watched it. I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, there was a parent and then we'll get into your job, but there was a parent that apparently said they didn't want their child in your class because they were afraid you were going to sit on them. Am I correct? No, no. They were he, they were afraid that I would, like, trip and fall, fall on top of the child. Okay, that's what it was. Okay. Huh? When I saw that, and I'm going to be politically correct, I started laughing in the sense <laughs> that I, I said, like you got to be kidding me. Like, no, no, because, like, George, like, okay, again, when I saw that, because I think I, I even, because I even called my mom in, because I want her to watch it, and I started laughing, I said, mom, can you, I said, you got to be kidding me, did they just say that, and I'm like, I'm like, people, I'm like, come on, I'm like, <laughs> George, like, help me on that, like, how did, how did that make you feel, because I'm like, come on. I mean, one thing about me is, if people who know me and they know that I don't, I don't take, I don't take life seriously. I do. I mean, I, I it, it, that may come out wrong, but I'm a very positive person, you know. So when I, when when the counselor told me that the, that that was a parent concern, the first thing I did was laugh. Also, I said, "Man, I not heard it all, man." I said, "Really?" And so, 
So they didn't they didn't take uh they didn't take the child out of my class. Uh okay, good. By the end okay. of the school year by the end of the school year, that parent apologized for for what she good. said. She was like, I was one of the best teachers her child ever had. Well, you know, so it always be like that. You always have parents come in when they see they see my exterior, they'd be like, Well, um they you know, you'd be skeptical, which is understand understandable. Here you are, you got a, a, a male. First of all, I'm a black male. I'm just, just a male, period. Um, and I'm morbidly obese, and I'm teaching five year olds. So um, that's I can understand why that would alarm a lot of parents. But yeah. that's where. But you know, all I ask is that don't look at my exterior. Just get to know me. Just let me do my job, and then at the end of the school year, if you still have that 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 reservation about me, then I didn't do my job. And nine times out of ten, or ten times out of ten, at the end of the school year, I have parents that come up to me like, you know, I was pretty skeptical about you at first, but you, you, you by far was, you know, was was a great teacher. My child loves you, and that's exactly what happened with that parent. So okay. she, me, she, at the end of the school year, she apologized. She said she, you know, she was wrong for for, for thinking why she thought. And um, she was glad that they didn't take a child out of my class. So, yeah, that's how that happened. Now, also, um, I know there was um, times when they said that you weren't able to walk your children to and from, like, to lunch and things like that because of mm-hmm. your size. How did that make you feel emotionally? Like, in the sense, knowing that your 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 size is hindering you from experiences certain things with your job how how did that like make you feel well i mean of course it 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 uh it made me feel some type of way because sometimes i felt like like i was a burden like i, I and, um on my on my coworkers, but but i in my, when i tell you man that i'm blessed with the coworkers that i have man my team like my whole co my my whole co see the world family man they they are by far, like we we're we're family, so um, they never complain about about you know taking my kids to lunch or anything like that. Um, so, but at, at first I felt like I was a burden, but but then you know there's there's things that I do for them that 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 offset what they do for me, and you know I don't want to go into to my duties and responsibility at, 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 but there, but, but, you know, we're like, we're like a team. We scratch each other's back. So, um, to answer that question, you know, of, of, of course, you know, at times you, you do feel like you feel overwhelmed, not overwhelmed, but you feel like, like you're being a burden on somebody. But, um, I don't feel that way now because, you know, like we took, like I said, my coworkers and I, we're like family. So, We've been working together so long till it doesn't even come off as as bad, um to to answer your question. Because we scratch each other back, so to speak. And for that, I even though I don't know you all, I just want to say, you know, thank you. Um and shout um Cedar Grove Elementary, uh Atlanta, Georgia, correct? Yep, Ellenwood, Georgia, yeah. Okay, I want to shout you all out. Um, you know that that's that's very good because that was gonna be my next question. Question, which you you know you answered it. I was gonna say, well, how did you know 
How did your coworkers feel? Were they kind of like George? Listen, something has to give, but you know that that that's that's a good thing to have. Like you said, that support system because a lot of jobs, a lot of different you know, people in different areas of life, they don't have that, and that and that's good that you all you know look out for each other and everything. Now, going into your job now, so first question I want to ask. How long you been teaching? Um, I've been teaching for nineteen years. Okay. Uh, this is my ninth year at Cedar Grove. So I've been teaching what, for teaching nineteen years. Nineteen years. Kindergarten. Okay. Uh-huh. All kindergarten. So you've been doing kindergarten your whole career. Yep. How did you? Okay. How did you fall into education? Did Did you study? No. Did you study education in college? How, how did you fall into education? Well, my 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 sister in law, um, she she's no longer with us now, but um, my sister in law, she was a she was a teacher. And Wait, I'm sorry, you said you said she's not with us. She you said she's not with us anymore. No, she passed away, and last summer she passed away. Sorry to hear that, man. Um, my condolences. My condolences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, she she was uh she was a, a, a educator uh, when I was uh like maybe thirteen or fourteen. Um, and I would help her grade her papers and stuff like that. And then um, over the summer, because um, um, we didn't grow up, I didn't grow up very rich. So my clothes were very expensive. So my brother, my older brother, he used to take me to, I used to come to Atlanta during the summer because I grew up in Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, I used to come okay. to the summers. Yeah, I used to come to the summers and, and you know, watch his children while he had them up for the summer. So, you know, I was real fun with, with children and that I was, was passionate about was teaching and music. So I was like, well, what I'll do is I'll go to college and become a teacher. And then when I become a teacher, I use the money for my teaching to like go to the studio and make music. And that's, you know, okay. that's what I did. So, but, um, the music thing didn't work out, but the education thing did. So that's, so I went, I went to college to become a teacher. So I actually graduated. Um, and my college is no longer, it's no longer there anymore. But I graduated from Armstrong, uh, Atlanta State University in uh, Savannah, Georgia, but they've been they merged with Georgia Southern now. So, uh, okay, yeah, so, mm-hmm. so I did get my degree down there in early childhood education. Now, did you ever see so yourself a doing kindergarten? A lot of people actually feel like I am a certified teacher. Like I don't know why people would think that, like I'm a gimmick, but I am a certified teacher. I'm a certified teacher. <laughs> I don't know why people, I did. I went through the necessary steps, went to college, you know, everybody else. Wait, so people actually thought it was a gimmick? Yeah, yeah. Some people think that it's a gimmick. Like, like how or how how did he go to college? Like, I did everything. I, I went through <laughs> all the struggles. Like, like it, it wasn't easy being my side going to college. Like, you know, when I was in college, you know, they had those desks with the, the desk with the one arm. You know, you know the desk you sit in the cars with the one arm. Well, I couldn't fit in those. I I sit in the teacher desk. And then wow. Grab, uh, yeah, and I would grab the uh, the regular student desk and the right on. That's that's what I did. I'm telling you, man. I used to catch it. Yeah. Wow. I'm telling you, I I went through all the struggle, man. Hey, man. But I, I'm just like I'm I'm laughing because I'm thinking people thought it was a gift, but you can't. Yeah. You can't gimmick. You yeah, can't man. gimmick stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, wow, man. Like, yeah, 
You can't mm-hmm. gimmick this stuff. Uh, well, that uh, people. Uh, Give me okay. surprise, man. Surprise, man. <laughs> wow. But mm-hmm. but did you ever imagine yourself teaching kindergarten though? No, no. Because I like 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 it's funny when I because you know when you when you studying to be a teacher, you have to do student teach. So when I student taught, I student taught fifth grade. So that's when you. That's when you student teach uh, for educators, they know what I'm talking about. For those who don't, well, when you student teach, you, they put you, you go through a semester of just teaching in the classroom by yourself. But you may have a, a, a supervisor teacher, she may be sitting off in the cut, you know, while you conduct the whole classroom. So I student taught fifth grade. So I was like, yeah, this is going to be my grade level. Plus, plus my, my, my nephews and nieces at the time when I used to babysit them, they was around that age. So I was like, okay, yes, I think I'm going to do fifth grade. But when I graduated college, there there were no positions available. So I was like, um, so my, my former, my former boss, you know, she, uh, she used to be my teacher in high school and she moved to a principal. And so she was like, I heard that they had a kindergarten position available. Uh, and so I went and auditioned, not audition, I mean, uh, an interview for the kindergarten position. I was like, well, you know, I just do the kindergarten position uh, for a year, and then when when a, when a, you know when the grade level I want get it open, I move there. And I was like, once I once I got into the kindergarten classroom, it was I was I felt home. Right? It was like I if tell everybody if I could teach all thirty years of my career at kindergarten, I, I'll I'll be so happy because I don't want to teach no other grade but kindergarten. Like it's, it's the best grade to teach. The, Listen, this, this my, does, this absolute, yeah, this is the absolute no, 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 I'm sorry, finish up. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm just saying kindergarten is the absolute best grade level to teach, man. It, it, it's not like it. No, I was going to say, you know, my mom, she did, she she taught kindergarten for 30 plus years. Now, she taught, I got to be politically correct because I always forget. She taught, I, I want to say she taught a year of sixth grade. And she also taught a year of third, but her home base kindergarten. And she said the same thing, like you said, she loved it. It was something about kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like you have kids come in your classroom, they don't know nothing. When you when they first walk in your classroom, I have some kids that don't know how to hold a pencil, they don't know how to write their name, they don't know the letters, the letter sounds. They don't know the numbers, and then when they leave your room, they're writing sentences, they're reading books. It's a great feeling to know that you had something to do with that, and to know that you, you know, started a, you know, a sturdy foundation for the rest of their educational career. So it's not like it, man. When when your kids come in, they're a clean slate, know nothing, and then when they leave out they out your room, you know, they they little scholars ready to take on the world, and that's. That's the that's the best feeling in the world, man. I I, I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you know, because I figure, you know, like I say, you know, you would think, you know, most men will want to teach, you know, like upper grades, you know, but never like the baby babies, you know. And that's 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 amazing. So you know, you might as well just say at this point, you're 19, just say almost 20 years in. You might as well say, chance are you going to finish your career being a kindergarten teacher? I, I would love that. I absolutely would. I would love that. Now, 
What do you what what would you say is the best thing about being an educator? Um to know that you're making a difference. Like like the best part of being an educator in, uh, is knowing that that you you impacting society. And, and and it may not be a big impact, but you knowing that you're making a difference in somebody's life. You may not see it now, but but you don't know you don't know the struggles that that your students go through at home, and then you know when they come in, um, when they come in your room, you know that seven hours a day, uh, you 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 uh you you know you're their role model. So I would have to say the best part of being an educator. I'm trying not to be long winded, but there's so many great attributes of being an educator. But I would say the number one thing about being an education. Uh, educators knowing that you're making an impact and um in somebody's life even even the parents like i had a letter one of my parents wrote me the other day man just touched my heart man like um like just knowing that people take that of you and knowing that your child that you know that you was a major Im- impact in each child's life that's that's the best part of being an educator man that's that's to me I was and and you know I, I I if you don't mind me I was just getting ready to ask you about that I was gonna I'm I'm gonna read a little bit of it and I I, I want you to talk oh, okay. about it. It says, "Dear Mr. Covington, I can't thank you enough for all of your hard work and dedication you have shown your students this year. You are a phenomenal teacher. The love you show to your students is unmatched. Uh, unknown has learned a lot in your class this year. You're patient." kind, respectful, positive, and the list goes on and on. You are serious about teaching, and I love that. You have an infectious spirit that children need. I have comfort in knowing there are still good teachers out there who all in, who are all in for the kids. You know, we know, okay, teachers, unless things change, even here in Florida, don't make what you know they deserve but you 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 got to find something in you that that says keep going there's a greater good you know what i mean and yeah. when i read that and i saw you said that you was crying like a baby pretty much i can see why because you 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 look at you look pe- people people have to look at the little things okay teachers underpaid, underappreciated, and you're not just not just teachers. Your lawyers, your doctors, your psychologists, your 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 eyewitnesses because sometimes you may say, "Hey, you know, Mr. So, you know, Mr. Covington or Mr. So and so, yeah, he hit me. Yeah, he said that, you know, I was this and that." So that's why I say you got to be you got to be an eyewitness. You know, you got to be everything you got to be a peacemaker so you, you, you the jobs what i'm trying to say is the job entitles so much and that's why i say george like is is that what what i read and what you read is that what keeps you pushing you know yeah i mean like 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 i tell everybody like all my little my nieces and nephews uh um everybody who will listen to me 
Like when you find a career, find something that you enjoy doing. Because if you don't enjoy what you're doing, it's going to seem like a job. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I know being a teacher is a job, but sometimes it don't even feel like work because I enjoy what I do. I love to love what I do. Like, like it's, I feel like it's the best job in the world, man. And when you love what you do, it ain't even about the money because when you, when you love what you do, you know, God going to make a way for you. Amen. So I never really worry about, about money or stuff like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my money. I love getting paid and stuff like that. But I never really try to you know, worry about that um, because I love what I do. And um, that what you said, that's part of the reason why. Because, you know, like being, making an impact in these young children's lives, man, like you still like, one 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 thing I like about my 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 the school that I work at is we don't have a lot of transfers, so I so I'm able to see my kids grow. Like I I I got kids who are in fifth grade now that I okay. call in kindergarten, and and to see them you know turn into young young teenagers and stuff like that that's a, that's a, you know that's that's a beautiful thing. And I said I, I, I said I remember I remember you was. <laughs> Almost to my knees, and now you're taller than me in fifth grade. So it's it's so cool to see to watch them grow. So yeah, you there's no profession like that. Uh, you're absolutely right. You, you're absolutely right. Um, especially, and like you said, you know, at this point, you're 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 you know you're 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 twenty. Just say twenty years in, you know, you in it for the long haul now. Now let me ask you before yeah. we change avenues. Mm-hmm. Would you still encourage? Because well, let me let me see. Because I don't know how it is in Georgia, but I know here in Florida, it's like ugh, with education in the sense, it's hard to find you know teachers here. But in Georgia, what if you had someone? Not even someone. Let's say you had a former student. Okay, let's say you got that former student coming back to you, say, "Hey, Mister Covington, yeah, I'm in high school now." What if they tell you, you know what? I think I may want to follow your footsteps and be a teacher. Would you? Would you say yay or nay? What would you do? I would say yay. I would say yay, but but only you know, you know, you gotta you gotta be a teacher for the right reason. Don't be a teacher because like like you want to be like you want you want school for for business and business or something like that, and it didn't work out. And you be like, well, I just used my degree to become a teacher. Uh, because it don't work like that. You gotta have a calling for it. You gotta, if you, if that's what you're called to do, then, then then be a teacher. But don't just become a teacher because you need a paycheck. Because you will, that's where you get burned out at. Uh-huh. So if you got a calling, if, if if like I'll tell that student, if if that's what your your calling is, then yeah, come come be come become a teacher. But don't just become a teacher because you want to have your summers off. Because you know you know. Then you you gonna be out the door really quick. <laughs> yes, yeah. Now you're absolutely right because I, I'm I'm glad you said that because you know a lot of people got it twisted about it because you know yeah we got you know the time off and everything is great but like you said you know to go for it to 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 deal with the challenges in the classroom just for a check you know like you said you gonna be you gonna be out the door so fast so I'm glad you I'm glad you said that. Because yeah. really, a lot of people need to hear that, and that, and and that's even for people 
that may want to pursue it for that reason. Like you say, you have a lot of people that do that. Yeah, I want to go to school for business or, you know, but I'm just not I'm just not feeling it. I don't want to be. So, you know, I think I'm just going to educate. And, and, you know, I've heard that, too. And it's like you can't. George, that's like us saying, you know, well, you know what? I just say I, I think I'm I think I'm gonna go into uh, I think I'm gonna go into law now I think I'm gonna try to study to be a lawyer and it's like huh you you just you can't you can't do that at least with this type of field you can't you know so I'm glad you said that yeah yeah I mean it, it it is some success stories that 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 does happen you know like you I like like I've known plenty of people who who didn't go to college to become a teacher, but then they, they got, you know, they got, a, they got a calling for it. But like True. I said, okay. you got to have a calling for it. If you don't yeah. have a calling for it, don't just, don't just come with, I just need a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Now I noticed, um, you have someone just say special in your life. Am I right? I do. Yeah. I do. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So how how long have you all been together? Uh, we've been together. We've been together. Now I don't think. Okay. Now this wasn't the one on the show that you were liking, right? No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. Okay. Oh, okay. Now uh-huh. the now the one that you were liking that was your is is that still your coworker or no? Yep. Mm-hmm. We're still coworkers. Still good friends. Um, Perfect. Okay. Okay. Now, um, I want to find out how has it been for you lately in turn? Because I haven't, I know I saw, I saw like a mini uh, clip of your progress since the show. How much more weight have you lost now since the show? Since the show, I've lost a total of 200 and, uh, well, well, actually 240. Um, okay. Two hundred pounds just to show, and um, yeah, it's been going pretty good, man. Like um, like working out with my my trainer, which okay. I, to be honest, I have I, I um I and one thing about me is I'm very transparent, man. So uh, is I, I'm I have to get back back in there because I haven't been I've been gone, but going, but not uh. Not consistently. Like I used to go every day, but because um, because the work schedule at work, uh, it's kind of hectic this time of year. So which is not an excuse. So uh, I'm uh, I know my training's gonna kill me, but I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I gotta get back, get back in there. Uh, get back in there. So I try to go. I used to go five days a week, but now uh, I may go maybe three three to four times a week. But um. I gotta get back, get back consistent. So, uh, um, yeah, but it's been going pretty good. And how do you feel physically? Uh huh. Oh, physically, man, I feel amazing, man. I, I feel great. I I do. I I mean, I I tell anybody who, who want to have the surgery, man. To to me, it was the best decision I've made. Only the only thing that I said, I know why didn't I have it sooner? Because uh. It's the best decision I've made for my life, man. Like, it is. Yeah, so I tell anybody. I'm sorry. No, no, no. What were you saying? 
I tell I'll tell anybody who is trying to have the surgery, you know, uh, it's definitely a, a, a change, you know, a change of life. It's just going to change your life, but it's the best decision that I ever made for myself. And I tell everybody that I don't have any regrets, any regrets at all. So compared to so compared to when they first shot the episode, for you physically, it's like night and day now. Yes. It's like nine day man. It's like like I've have I have so much more energy, so much more confidence. Like I really do love myself and um like way more confidence. I feel like like I like I, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm sexy. Like I do I'm, I'm <laughs> hey, sure, man. As you should. <laughs> as you should. Man. I'm telling you, I'm I'm happy. I'm very happy, man. I'm I'm in love. I'm happy, and um, I'm just just in a good place in life. Really am, man. And it's just, and I haven't even reached my my peak yet. Um, like I'm still I'm still on my journey. It's, it's like the journey never stops. I, you, it, there's never an ending to the journey. You're going to continue to the weight loss journey. You're going to continue to do for the rest of your life. So. I don't even look at it. Don't look at it as a diet. Look at it as I look at it as you know it's a lifestyle change. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I, I'm very happy where I'm at right now. That's good. Now, do you? Um, let me see. Do you move around a lot more at work, or is it still like the same? Well, because of COVID, we don't we move. I do move. We do move around, but because of COVID, we don't we don't really have that many students in the building. So uh, it doesn't require that I move around that much. So because once uh, like I'm the virtual teacher at at school, so uh, um, we don't really move because it's so isolated in the building because of COVID. If it was if it was at a at a rec, like we was back at like a regular setting in the classroom, then I'll be like, yeah, but because we're so stagnant, because cause no one, because of the COVID restrictions, we really don't, we really don't move that much around in the building. And and then for you physically, are you, are you now walking your kids to and from, or is it still like kind of like the same, you know, before like the weight loss? It's still like, like kind of the same um, okay. from the weight loss thing, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Every now and then, I uh, I'll, I'll walk them and stuff like that. Like I did go on my first field trip in the wild. I haven't been to field trip in years, so we went to uh, Atlanta Puppetry Arts. I thought that was pretty fun. Um, oh, okay. But I'm still, uh, yeah. So, uh huh. So basically, what would happen? Your kids, I'm assuming your students will go with another classroom, and you would stay in the yeah. building while they had the field trip. That's what would happen, yeah. But see, like I said, because of COVID, we don't really have that many students in the building. Like, for example, before COVID, I would have a classroom size of, like, maybe 20, 24 students. Wow. But okay. now I got a classroom size. I have a classroom size of um, 10 students in my that's physically in my building, that's okay. physically in my classroom. And then I have uh-huh. another 14 online. So I have to teach. So I'm needed at two places at one time. So I teach virtual, and I uh-huh. teach the kids that's in the building. So when when the kids that's in the building, 
when it's time for me to go to specials, because I only have like ten kids, and the other teacher may have like ten kids. She just take those classes, and then I just stay and work with the kids that's online. So that's how that's okay. why I say it's, it's different because it's, uh-huh. because of COVID restrictions. Yeah. Do you find that as a Do you find that as a challenge though? Meaning in the sense that you got to do both at the same time. There's a word that they use here in Florida for that. Um. Oh, geez, what is the hybrid. word? Yeah, hybrid. Hybrid. Yeah. I don't find it. I don't find it challenging. I just feel like me personally. I feel like the kids that the kids that's at home. I feel like they're 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 uh. They're more, you know, more lacking than the ones that's in the building. Like, I, like if I had a choice <laughs> between sending my kids in the building or, or being virtual, I would definitely say, well, send your kids in the building because, you know, you get a better, better, you know, unless you got a good support system at home. Now, now one thing about me, I will say to my parents, that my virtual parents at home, you know, I, 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 you know, I, you know we're a team, so... If you're at home, if my my kids are at home, then that's then the parents has to be an extension of me at home. Uh-huh. Like, for example, I teach kindergarten, so okay. we're working on writing the letters. I can't be there virtually to hold your hand, hold your child's hand, to help them hold the pencil. So you're going as, as a parent, and you know you're teaching at home. I mean, you're keeping them at home, and you're going to have to you know hold their hold a hand, you know stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, to answer your question, I don't think that it's a challenge. I just think that if I were, if if I, as an educator, I would prefer that we're in the building versus being virtual, especially at that young age of kindergarten, because they need to, they need to be in the building to learn. Structure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. This um, is something um, now that you know. It's 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 probably gonna be part of our everyday lives now. I'm talking about COVID, and I know um, up there in Georgia now. I know numbers are kind of like going back and forth, if I'm not mistaken. But you know what? It's like I said, it's something that we're just gonna have to, you know, we're gonna have to adapt to. But at the same time, be safe and you know keep going. Um, but it, but in terms of like you you know you say your students you know the ones the ones at home they're the ones that really need the most because you know you just think you know it's not it's not the same you know being at home versus being in in a brick and mortar setting and that's just because you know let's just think you know at home and everything they have so many different distractions and things like that. Some of them may not even pay full exactly. attention and they're so young being behind the screen. But you know what? At the end of the day, it, it, it all, it all to work itself out. You know, that's just my, you know, my opinion, honest opinion. You know? Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. So George, I want to say, you know, before we wrap up, you know, I definitely, you know, want to keep in touch with you on this journey. Um, definitely, you know, as time goes on, you know, I love to probably bring you back on or keep, you know, my, you know, my audience, you know, informed on your life and everything. But before we go, do you have any, you know, 
any shout outs and also, you know, let everyone know how they can reach you and things like that. Well, I mean, I just want to, um, I really, I just want to thank everybody who, who have been, who, all the letters, all the inboxes, all the, the, the people that, you know, saying that I inspire them, you know, I just want to let you guys know that you guys inspire me, uh, just as well. Like those letters and those, uh, those, you know, voice messages that I get, you know, they, they keep me going. Um, thank my, my coworkers at, uh, Cedar Grove Elementary who, uh, who, who, uh, you know, make me who I am, um, my family, my friends, and, um, um, I want to thank my girlfriend, uh, Ashanti. Um, I think, I just thank the world of you. And, um, my, my, if you could follow me on, on Instagram at, uh, Chattel Baller or my regular name on Facebook and, um, visit my, my website, fatboylifestyle.com. And, you know, if you want to purchase a t-shirt from me, just, uh, Go fatboylifestyle.com. Uh, Fatboy stands for fully allowing transformation by owning yourself. Um, so that's what Fatboy stands for. It's not t-shirt line for fat people. It's a t-shirt line for people who try to make a change in their life. But, um, I just, and I also want to thank you, man, for for having me on your platform, man. I appreciate that. I really do, man. I know you think, like, think I'm doing you a favor, but you... Yes, you're doing me a favor as well, man. So I appreciate you. Thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you, man. Hey, no, listen, man. It's my pleasure. Uh, you know, I know, like I say, we went back and forth through conversations, man. And like I said, I, I again, you know, I appreciate you taking the time out. Um, again, you know, like I said, I, I was really inspired, you know, by your by your episode, and you know, I wanted, like I said, I just wanted to get to know you a little bit more. And like I said. I got you on IG, so definitely we can keep in touch through there and everything, you know. Um, and I might, you know, reach out, you know, maybe later on about, you know, that uh, the website for, some, you know, a T-shirt or something like that, because I would like to support, you know, as well, because I'm, I'm, a, you know, me personally, individually, I'm about, I'm about change, you know, getting older now and everything, and I, I, I need to really just see life in a total different perspective so you know again i thank you my brother and honestly you know god bless you and you know you 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 coming down to the next week or so of school you know before you know you're out for summer so you know enjoy your summer you know even if you work and still enjoy your summer and definitely you know we'll be in touch you know for sure all right well thank you thank you again man and uh i look forward to hearing from you in the future Will do. All right. So, George, you be safe, man. Enjoy the rest of your, your day. All right. All right. Thank you. All okay. Right. All right. Now. Okay. All righty. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, this this was nice. Um, A nice, clean episode. Just talking life. You know, it's good to have these type of conversations with all type of walks of life as i mentioned about my platform this this is life you know meeting all different type of people talking about different experiences this, this is life and this is what life is meant to be 
You know, I, I, I felt good having this conversation with George. I felt good having just a regular conversation. You know, mind you, this was our first in-depth conversation for this long. Again, we've talked via DM and everything like that. But to have this, you know, conversation like this was it was real good. And again, for me, it was a good change of pace. You know, I wasn't, you know, doing no crazy talking and everything, which I'm going to get back to that. But to be able to switch up and, you know, change avenues was very good. You know, so, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I love everybody supporting me, those that know me in real life, meaning, you know, we, we, we see each other face to face, those that I have talked through, talked to via um, IG, DMs and everything. I love y'all as well. Again, please keep supporting me. Email me. This is the life podcast, 84 gmail.com. Even if you want to say, JJ, I, you know, what's up? You can DM me, lifepodcast underscore 84. I want more feedback. You know, I want to keep growing. You know, I'm, 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 I'm open. I'm open to having, you know, maybe a potential uh, guest host with me. So let, let's, let's talk, everybody. You know, I'm open to more ideas. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be as creative as I can. But, again, I'm by myself. I'm running the show. I'm steering the ship. I'm driving the bus by myself. So it does get tedious, real talk. But you know what? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. You know, Kelly Clarkson said it best. Now, everybody, stay safe. Be positive. Hit those naysayers. Keep doing you. Speaking of which, I got to go get my haircuts. I got to go get my hair rebraided. JJ is out.